Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Happy New Year! <laughs> yes, I know that it is not the end of 2020, though I imagine many of us are ready to flip the calendar year at this point. But we have come to the end of another year in our church calendar. And so I say Happy New Year to all of you, because what that means is we are getting close to Advent. In fact, Advent is just one week away. But what that also means is that we are getting close to Christmas. Yes, see, Advent is when we begin our new church year, and that means Christmas is just around the corner. Now, full disclosure, at this time last year, I said in a sermon that it was absolutely blasphemous for anyone to be putting up their Christmas tree before Thanksgiving. But as we all know, a lot can change in a year. So, uh, with that being said, if you've got your tree up, it's okay. See, uh, one thing I've realized over the past year is that I think we could all use a little Christmas joy a lot sooner this year. So much so, in fact, that Lauren and I put our tree up last Monday and I don't feel bad about it one bit. Now, next year, you know, that may change, but nonetheless... We're so close to Christmas. I can almost feel it. And I've got that Christmas joy going for me. And I think that's a good thing because as we celebrate this new church year, today is a day of celebration. It's a day of joy. Today, as often heard in the church calendar year, is Christ the King Sunday. And so we celebrate the joy that comes with knowing Jesus, our one true King. But interestingly, this isn't the same in all church traditions. See, in the Swedish tradition, Christ the King Sunday, which is still the last Sunday of the church here, is actually known as the Sunday of Doom. And I looked this up a little bit and found that uh, the word in Swedish for Christ the King Sunday is actually similar to the English word doomsday. Now, when you hear the word doomsday, I think your mind might go one of two ways. If you're like me, you begin to think about the most evil villainous foe of Superman, you know, in the DC comic book series. But I know that there are some of you who might not know what I'm talking about. And so when you hear Doomsday, you probably think about, you know, the scientific uh, sci-fi sort of day when everything is going to come to an end and no one knows when it's going to happen. No one knows what is going to happen or how anyone is going to survive or if anyone is going to survive. But perhaps... You also think about Doomsday as something a little bit different because rather than referring to Doomsday more often than not, especially when we're talking about the Bible, we hear more often about Judgment Day. Now, when you hear Judgment Day, a couple thoughts might come to mind. One of them, of course, would be the movie that came out in 1999. I haven't seen it, but I don't think it's that good based on the reviews I read. Uh, but you may also think about being in a courtroom where there is a judge, and that's what Judgment Day might look like. And then, of course, we have all the descriptions of Judgment Day from Scripture. Uh, judgment Day, or the final day, is something that is talked about, especially by Jesus, but Throughout Scripture, you can find all these allusions and parallels that talk about the final day. Jesus himself often refers to being the judge on that final day. And we hear the prophets and the apostles warning and talking about what it's going to be like on that final day. And, of course, throughout Scripture, we hear how we should be living in order to be ready for what is going to happen on that final day. 
And yet for some reason, it still feels like judgment day, the final day, is too far off to actually impact our lives right now. But this morning's text says otherwise. In fact, if you've been following with us for the past two weeks now, you recognize that in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, Jesus talks about the final day as if it is imminent. Because in Matthew 25, we have reached the final teachings of Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew. In fact, what follows Matthew 25 are Jesus' betrayal his arrest, the Passover meal, his crucifixion, and his death. And so in the Gospel of Matthew, especially, specifically in chapter 25, we find Jesus talking about that final day in three different parables. And today we're at the third one. See, two weeks ago, in the parable that we heard from Jesus, we heard about how we must always be ready even though we don't know the moment or the hour. And then last week, we heard about Pastor Mark telling us about how we can use the gifts and the talents that we have been given here in our earthly lives, knowing that they're not going to come with us after that final day. And in today's reading, we get to Jesus's final teaching, the finale of his teaching. And we hear about that day, the final day, judgment day. As Jesus begins describing this morning, he, he starts by talking about the Son of Man coming down in all his glory and the angels surround him as they fill the sky. And I just get this image of glorious light breaking through the darkness and shining over all things as the Son of Man comes down on his throne. He descends from heaven back to earth. And at the same time, I couldn't help but think about a photo that a professor of mine, it's actually a painting that a professor of mine talked about at seminary when talking about Judgment Day. I get the feeling that this is not the image you were expecting. And based on the description I just read, based on what Jesus says, this is not what you thought. It's not what you had in mind. It's not the image that came to mind. In fact, it's probably the complete opposite. See, rather than a figure descending on a throne, the figure here looms large and is standing over the top of things. Rather than the light and the angels filling the surrounding space, instead, it's a darkness that seemingly fills all of it. There are what look like royal garments, even a soldier's helmet on the desk, but clearly they are no longer being used. And if that wasn't clear... We can see this figure's hand over the top of a candle as if to literally crush out the light so that the darkness takes over. And over the top of the candle is a Latin phrase which translates to in the blink of an eye. And then finally, if you look under the figure's arm, you see a box in the shape of something unique, something interesting, but is rather the shape of a coffin. If it wasn't clear by everything else going on in this photo, the figure in this painting is death itself. And while this painting is certainly not the image that Jesus describes for us this morning, it certainly feels much closer 
to what we see and experience in our daily lives. It doesn't take much for us to look around at the world and to see all the messiness and the brokenness and the sinfulness in the world around us. The pandemic has started over 10 months ago and has seemingly brought death to the forefront of everyone's mind. And then along with it came the realities of injustice and the lack of mercy and the lack of grace that exists not only in the world, but even in our own personal lives. Much like the painting, our lives feel like a mess. Everything is so out of control. We're not able to see our family We're not able to see our friends. And yet we still have to experience the pain and the loss that comes with life. Chaos and destruction seem to be around every corner. We're just waiting for something else to go wrong. And there lurking in the background is death. Waiting to come forward, trying to bring more and more darkness until it can finally crush the light in the blink of an eye. As I think about this photo, as I look at all the hurt and the pain and the sin in my life, and I look at all the hurt and the pain and the sin in the world, I can't help but wonder, is this what it's going to look like? Is this what it's going to feel like? That's certainly what death wants us to believe. But we don't believe in what death has to say. We believe in what life says. We believe in the one who gives life. We believe in the one who reigns over death. We believe in the one who has put death under his foot. The one who has defeated death and the darkness and has overcome the sorrow and the sadness that the world has in it. We believe in the one who rose from the dead and who lives and reigns and will return in his glory. Yes, we believe in Jesus Christ, the one true, risen king. And even though we experience pain and sorrow and sadness, and even though it's true that we go through hardships and trials and tribulations in our lives, and even though one day our earthly lives will simply come to an end, we do not fear even when we are face to face with death, we do not fear. Because even when we feel sad about death, we know that death never wins. Life wins. The giver of life wins. Jesus wins. And so while that painting may reflect how you feel sometimes, if that's all you see, you're not seeing what Jesus sees. Listen to what Jesus says as he returns in his glory. Listen to what Jesus sees and what he says to you. Come, you that are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something drink. 
I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Truly, I tell you, just as you did to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. See, when Jesus looks at you, he sees the work that has been done in you and by you because of faith. He sees the acts of mercy and grace in your life that have been done by the power of the Holy Spirit and that you have done for others because of the presence of Jesus in your life. He sees the love you've shown to others in a suffering world. He sees how you've hung on to him in the midst of that suffering world and how you've shared his presence with others. Whether it's through something as simple as visiting someone in the hospital or donating a coat to a clothing drive or visiting someone in need, giving to someone who has less. It's something as simple as donating a jar of peanut butter to a feed bank. These acts of grace and mercy are signs that Jesus is with you. Signs of your faith at work. Signs of the Holy Spirit working through you to bring hope to a world in desperate need of a Savior. These acts of mercy and grace are the things that Jesus sees. And when he returns on that final day, he will remember these acts of love. And in the same way that Jesus remembers those acts of love, we first and foremost remember his act of love. The greatest act of love the world has ever seen. His death on the cross as a sacrifice for me and for you. Because we know that his life doesn't end in death. Because death never wins. Instead, he died and defeated death. And then he rose from the dead. And he ascended into heaven. And he sits at the right hand of the Father. And one day he will come back in all of his glory, descending upon the throne. And he will call you and me home. And even on that final day, we will be filled with hope. Because on that day, we will be united with our one true king. Even in the face of death, we are filled with hope. I was recently reminded of this at the funeral of one of our beloved sisters in Christ. The last hymn sung at the funeral was Soon and Very Soon. And the first verse goes like this. Soon and very soon we are going to see the King. Soon and very soon we are going to see the King. Soon and very soon we are going to see the King. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to see the King. Even though we don't know the day or the hour, even though we know that one day the final day will come, this is our refrain. Soon and very soon, we are going to see our King. 
as we celebrate this Christ the King Sunday, we sing those words and we are reminded that one day we will be united again with our King. Thanks be to God, hallelujah and amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.